Was the Rebbe opposed to a chassan and kala taking pictures together before the wedding? So first of all, let's talk about the practical things. And that is, what can a chassan and kala do together before the chassaneh? And then maybe try and explain a little bit of it. The first concept is to realize a chassan and kala are engaged. Now engagement, the Rebbe actually didn't like when we used the term his arsu in Hebrew because erusin in Lashon Kodesh is step one of the chasana. That's what we in today's day do under the chuppah. In the olden days, they used to have first erusin. Erusin was where the chasana gave the kala a ring and said, Hareat Mekudesh Aslim. She's now married to him. She's an Ashes Ish. But he didn't bring her into his home yet, which was called Nisun. She was married to him, but then they had 12 months or whatever amount of time till they made the actual chasana. In this time, they prepared for the chasana. They prepared financially. They prepared with whichever way they wanted. He prepared to be ready to bring her into his house. Then they had the Nisun. Nisun was when they were ready to bring her in. That's the way it used to be back in the olden days. Legally, she was already married to him at that time. She was an Ashesish, she needs a get, etc. Now, for various reasons, and because of the harichos of the galus, where unfortunately things weren't able to be watched, there was so many tzadis, etc., so you couldn't just have a situation where a man marries a woman and then they're not really living together at the time because chas v'shalom things can happen and then there's agunas, etc., etc., etc. They were mevatel, they got rid of this concept. But there still is an idea that a man meets a woman, they decide to get married, but they need time to prepare for the marriage. And that's what we call in today's day engagement. Engagement is a promise. I will marry you. But right now, according to the Torah, there is no, you're still a regular boy and girl who aren't related in any way. However, because you now have a certain familiar, familiarity, you're familiar with each other, you know that you're going to get married to each other, there's even more reason to be more careful regarding tznias issues, even more than a regular boy and a girl, because since there is, for example, even in halacha, the Rebbe speaks about the idea, the chasen and kala, the chasen shouldn't give the kala a gift in her hand. The chasen should give the kala gifts, a lot of gifts, but they shouldn't be given in the hand. The gifts shouldn't be jewelry coming from the chasen. If the chasen wants to give the kala jewelry, it should be coming from the chasen's parents. A ring, chlal shouldn't happen, etc., etc. Money is an important thing. Why? You're allowed to give money to a, a, a girl if you go to a store and you, there's a girl by the counter, you can give her money. If you want to give a girl money, for there's nothing wrong with giving a girl money. But because you're now, even before the engagement, because you're now on Shiduchim and you're talking about concepts of Kiddushin, even though you didn't say Arayat Mekudeshes, it's more considered as if, because this is what you're dealing with in halacha, it's considered as if it could become problematic. And similarly over here, with all kinds of tznius ideas of separation, there has to be an extra need to show for yourselves that we're not connected in that sense in order not to come to 
go over the boundaries of Tznias. And one of the things that the Rebbe spoke about was that the Chassan and Kala should not take pictures together before the Chassan. Um, another of the big things is not to meet too often. Now, what has to be said with regards to this concept is most of these things that the Rebbe said, some were different, but most of these things were not necessarily a general rule. So the general rule that exists is things which are forbidden according to Allah and one has to ask a Rav or a Mashpia what is allowed. The other things the Rebbe didn't usually give as much of a etched in stone rule. So regarding pictures, the Rebbe was clear about it, that the Rebbe doesn't want the Hassan and Kala to take pictures together. However, that seemingly when there's other people in the picture, they just happen to be in the picture, that's not called a picture together. Nevertheless, it's something which one should be careful about. It makes a certain familiar, familiarity making, taking the picture together. It's not a time to take pictures together. Happens to be a picture in the room with other people together, but it's not something which one should play around with. Regarding meeting, how often the Chassin and Kala should meet. What the Rebbe was very clear about is they should meet as little as possible. That the Rebbe was clear about. For example, the Rebbe was clear about they shouldn't be in the same city. Nevertheless, the idea of, for example, meeting once a week that everybody heard about, and uh, incidentally, that concept is that they can meet once a week and they can speak on the phone once a week, which means there's twice. So either speak on the phone twice or meet once and speak on the phone once. That was something which was not a Iraq lawless. It's not something that the Rebbe wrote it in a general letter or said it in a sikha. This is how it should be. What the Rebbe did say as a general directive is meet as little as possible. There were people who got the answer, meet once a week and talk on the phone once a week, etc. Others got different answers. There were people that the Rebbe told they should meet every day. There were those that the Rebbe said, yes, to remain in the same city. So these things are depending on the person. Every person has to speak to their mashpia regarding what's meant for them. But the general rule that the Rebbe said is do everything possible. Number one, that the chasen should be as soon after the engagement as possible. Very important. Number two is to try and do everything possible to meet as little as possible and to stay away. Sometimes it's necessary to meet especially from the Kala's side. Sometimes she really feels she needs to meet more often. And for the chassan to be religious on her expense is not necessarily the right thing. He has to ask his mashpia, his rav, what is meant to be done in this situation. Sometimes there's a reason why they need to meet. So that's why every situation has to be taken separately. But if one wants to take a general rule, generally the once a week meeting and once a week speaking on the phone generally has been an accepted thing and that you know you're within the, you're within the realms of, of what should be. More than that is something which one certainly has to speak to Hamashpia. Staying away and being in a different city is something which certainly most situations, that's what the Rebbe clearly said to Chassanim and Kalis. So that's the general idea and it's important to remember that one should ask their mashpia or rav with regards to this thing because 
it's not necessarily etched in stone. The concept is etched in stone, but how to do it could change based on circumstances. Now, regarding why, what's so bad about it? Come on, we're Hassan and Kala, we're about to get married, we have a lot to talk about, or uh, we miss each other, we want to talk, etc., etc. Why are you making our lives a misery? There's a few points to this. Firstly, something that the Rebbe said uh, more than once in situations where there were issues later in the marriage, such as Shalom bias issues and things like that. The Rebbe said that Kiruv, in a time when there's supposed to be Rikhuk, closeness in a time when there's supposed to be distance, creates distance in a time when there's supposed to be closeness, which refers also to even after the marriage, certain times when there's supposed to be a specific distance, but it also refers to the time before the marriage. There's a famous story that a chassan and kala one time came on an overseas flight, on a transatlantic flight from Eretz Yisrael, I think it was, and they were together on the same airplane. And the Rebbe said he cannot be Masad Kiddushin. As a result, the Rebbe was going to be Masad Kiddushin, the Rebbe said he can't do it. Which, and it was a big issue at that time because it was family even for the Rebbe.